Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered for your LB one year taxes. We are IDP Nation. And we are back. Daryl, how are you? Hey, Dan. Doing pretty good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, we are uh, kind of experimenting here, uh, getting ready to uh, live stream here on Thursday. Kind of a practice run, if you will. This is still a podcast. Uh, we will still be re- putting our shows out there in podcast form, so don't fear uh, if you don't listen to the YouTubes or watch the YouTubes or whatever. Uh, you can still hear us on your uh, feeds and such. Uh, but how is it going here? I know this is like uh, more exciting than, I don't know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, <laughs> your birthday. For me, at least, it, it's like a holiday. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this in the past. It used to be Dan's international weekend of doing nothing, which in 2020 is just like normal life <laughs> it's, it's it's just you know we, we sit around and watch stuff and that's what i did today uh nfl network was running these specials caught up in the draft and i watched like all of them all day yeah i watched a big chunk of them i watched a lot of them yeah it's a cool show if you've never seen it if you're into drafts um it kind of dives into the players that were relevant at the time it kind of dives into some of the big stories going on at the time. Um, they normally center the episode around a certain idea. Like the one episode was about the USFL, basically, stealing all the talent. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was an interesting take on drafts gone past. Um, I want here, – here's what I want. Next week after the draft is over – Since NFL Network is going to need something to show, they should just have every draft starting with, like, the first one that was ever televised and just run them. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would sit there and watch it for days. I would, too. Even though I've already done it. Yeah. I've pretty much watched every draft since, I would say, 2002. Like, sat down and just watched and did absolutely nothing. Yeah, I usually make a, a big deal out of it, too. I'm usually tuned in, got my drinks, got my snack foods, notebooks, papers, pencils, computers. Yeah, I, I make a big deal out of it. Well, this year, in case you haven't heard, we are making it a reality. We put out the poll last week. And, uh, it was, you know, 60-40. Some people said they would not tune in, and that's okay. That's your prerogative. You can tune yeah. in uh you know, it'll be up on YouTube. You can go check it out afterwards. Uh, you can hear our breakdown of the picks. And it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint. So this is like Daryl's, like, dream come true. We're going to have about, like, four <laughs> hours of draft coverage. Um, we, we have lots of guests lined up. We'll kind of run through the guests that we have uh, 
pretty much solidified. We don't know what time they're going to come on. Um, I thought it'd be kind of cool to try to get them on around the time their team picks. So time-wise might be a little, you know, hit or miss. Uh, Madman says he's just going to jump in when something crazy happens. Um, <laughs> sticking to the moniker of Madman. And uh, we, we're finished lining up guests. We have a bunch of people that want to get involved with that. Um, we will be live streaming. Um, if you don't follow the Writer Digest Network, and it's not like WR, it's R-E-I-T-E-R Digest yep. Network. That's uh, where the IDP guys and Dynasty Football Digest uh, house their podcasts or their streams, I guess, their live stream podcasts. And uh, I think we're going to be making the move over to that as well with the Dig Podcast and this as well. Um, you will still be able to find it on Podbean and you know apple uh itunes and all those different outlets but i think we're gonna try to just try this youtube stuff out get a, get our uh brand out there on another platform yep sounds good i'm excited can't wait yeah um and speaking of the draft um we, we you were talking about how you get your snacks and stuff together normally it's me uh, got my lined piece papers. Those of you, well, you won't actually see the camera part of this, but I get all seven rounds of the draft written up, you know, teams. And if there's trades, I kind of write who had the original pick. And I do get some snacks, normally some food and some drinks. So um, the snacks are going to have to be non-existent because you can't sit there chomping on chips when you're in the air there, Hollywood. Damn it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Notice you, you changed your name back to Hollywood or kind of yeah. your Hollywood on here. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Hollywood. I'm back to Hollywood. It was a nice experiment, but I think I think everybody knows you more yeah. as Hollywood now. You, you're like, you're like, I'm back. That's like the open bar, you know, always on time, never late. <laughs> right. So... We might have to pick a new night to record, though, because uh, if, the, if the open bar is on Tuesday nights, we can't be recording yeah. Tuesday nights. Yeah. So we'll, we'll record on Thursdays maybe until uh, football season starts. Maybe we'll live stream the football games and just kind of uh, check all that out. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. What are you playing around with over there? What? Where? I don't know. Just got noisy all of a sudden. But anyway... Um, those are the plans for the draft. Like I said, we'll run down some of those names just a little bit later. I have a list of them somewhere around here. Um, and if you're interested, if you are a podcaster, or even if you're not a podcaster, if you're just a fan and you want to jump on board, um, you, you the tweet will be uh, linked out, or you, the link will be tweeted out <laughs> backwards there. <laughs> trying, to, trying to do two things at once. I'm not very good at that. Uh, and you can hop on, ask your question, or if you just want to go and jump in the chat and ask your question, we'll be taking questions. Uh, we'll be reading some responses. Uh, just try to keep it clean. You know, not, not too, you know, no F-bombs is my rule of thumb, basically. I know Daryl doesn't care, but um, <laughs> last week you put out the, the, um, the, the gauntlet, so to speak, about uh, getting some ratings, reviews, comments, and, and things on yeah. the various platforms. Uh, we got one here on iTunes from MT Honey Badger. 
He must not care. He must not. Uh, five-star review, which is what we're looking for. Uh, thank you, MT Honey Badger, for that five-star yes. review. Thank and, you. Uh, he, I believe he, could be a she, you never know. Uh, been listening for a year and really have enjoyed this podcast. It's hard to get information about IDP, and these guys bring some great info about players and help and schemes to help us hobby players better understand the game. So thank you, and yes, uh, we try. We try to bring actual information to the show, not just endless rants and banter. <laughs> right. uh, so we, we try to do that. Whether or not it happens every week, some weeks are better than others. Some weeks are more informative than others. Um, speaking of, any news pop-up that you have heard about, Saul? Uh, no, not a whole lot. I think everything is kind of draft related yeah draft related to the, the calm before the storm coming up i think everybody's kind of free agents are on hold to see what everybody does so yeah and not a whole lot going on at this moment but i'm sure this coming week things will heat up quickly well a lot of teams are just kind of seeing what they can get the draft and seeing what they can do draft wise um one thing the jets are uh not really in a hurry to talk with Jamal Adams about an extension. There's some rumors uh, heating up about Adams to the Cowboys again. That was a rumor that happened before the trade deadline. Um, kind of interesting here. Jerry Hughes on track following his surgeries. Um, I heard something about Leighton Van Der Esch. Um, I, I kind of skimmed over it. I didn't really see anything. Um, do you remember? Uh, if I remember correctly, it was something that they were expecting him to be ready uh, to go when, when and if we get this season started. So I guess that's Don't kind of... you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> it's happening. We, we need it to think happening. positively. Even if there's no fans in the stands, I don't go to games anyway. I watch on my couch. There you go. I think that's a worst-case scenario. I really do. Yeah. Um. The Ravens signed Jake Ryan because they don't have any linebackers. And they still don't. They still don't, but, <laughs> you know, depth. Um, we'll take a look at the draft. Um, what we're going to do today, in case we haven't mentioned, uh, we're going to take a look at our big boards for the first round. Not our big boards, I guess, our predict the pick. Um, NFL.com does the predict the pick. You can do your own and compare with ours. Uh, I'll try to tweak mine out. I might have to tweak mine a little bit later in the week as more in, uh, misinformation comes out and more information comes out. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's something to, to take a look at. It's a fun exercise. Um, we'll be with you if you tune in throughout the first round of the draft. Um, who knows? Maybe Friday night we'll hop on and do some round two and three. Yeah chat i don't know we'll, we'll see how i'll be all right with that we'll see how day one goes i mean i don't have a commute anymore you know from my couch <laughs> to my basement is my commute pretty much so uh so yeah um the draft obviously is the top biller this week um a lot of decisions will be made post-draft i think you'll see uh, Jameis winston and cam newton signed you'll see some other of these uh Defensive players who need a home get signed because they'll be like, hey, I didn't get the pass rusher I needed. Let me go get Clowney, you know, because Clowney's still not signed. Um, 
And of course, your fantasy drafts will start kicking off, which means it's high season for you to get your IDP advice. And one great tool that will become available shortly after the draft is the Dynasty Football Digest slash IDP guys, uh, rookie guides that we both had a big part in. Uh, I think you wrote more than I did, which is pretty typical. <laughs> uh, but those will be available for pre-order. We do have, I believe, the link in the show notes. So if you click on uh, the See More or you go to our Twitter page, we'll probably have those linked somewhere in there. I guess we should probably... Well, I guess we have a couple things we want to probably pin to our Twitter handles. Maybe I'll pin the magazine to my personal handle and the IDP Nation handle. We'll have the live stream cool uh site there you can subscribe to the writer digest network and you'll get a little notification when that is live which we're, we're aiming for 745 to get started that gives us about 15 minutes to uh introduce and make sure everything's working correctly right. and see how far off we are synced wise we did a little test run and, and i'm a little behind your tv because i'm trying to watch it on an ipad so we might need to get a little creative here with uh, everything. Yeah, we might figure something out. We may be a little behind or a little ahead of your TV. Probably a little behind because, you know, I'm going to be kind of hosting and ushering people in and out and uh, discussing as we go here. But uh, me and Daryl will be with you pretty much the entire night, aside from uh, uh, beverage breaks and um, bathroom breaks. Uh, but then we will also have some other guests hopping in and out. And also you can ask your questions in the chat. You can come on and ask your questions. Uh, you don't need to be on screen if you don't have a, or if you, you know, look like you've been living the quarantine life and don't want to be on screen. You don't have to be, <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to get the Mohawk going. So we'll see. Nice. Nice. We'll, we'll see how well that works. Um, I'm telling you, the, the hair cutteries uh, around the country, when those are open back up, they're going to be, like, more popular than, I don't know, the ticket sales gonna, going on sale. They'll be making a lot of money quick, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's good for them, though. They're going to need to uh, help their income because most people – that's their livelihood. So, alrighty then. Well, Daryl, you ready to get into this? Yeah. <laughs> really? You don't sound so excited about that. Well, there was just some of it I just didn't know. Uh, I couldn't make up my mind, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm like you. I might have to change picks later on. Yeah, looking at my offense, my offensive lineman is my issue. Yeah, that was one issue I had. And then there were some teams that I just couldn't quite decide what they needed. And then once I did, I couldn't decide who they would want or who's the better fit or whatever. So, Well, full disclosure, I know nothing about offensive linemen. So if you tell me an offensive lineman's good, I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> um, I, I kind of looked at their grades here. They do give you like their, their draft grade that they come up with, their consensus from their NFL.com writing staff so you know it's 
Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, all those guys, um, Charlie Cashley, I think, you know, they, they kind of combine all their draft um, prospect things and give them a grade. And I think anything over a six is pretty decent as far as our grading system goes. Uh, so, you know, I kind of stuck to that as my, I guess, my player pool, like my ADP pool. Right. I mean, obviously, there's some teams that have been linked to some players. Um, so let's get into it. Let's see how different we got, Dave, how crazy we got. Um, <laughs> before I, we, we hit record, um, one crazy pick that I heard, or I heard a couple crazy picks. Uh, not crazy, but just different from the consensus, I guess. Um, I, we'll go over those when we get there. Now, one and two, I don't think anybody has one and two different. The only time I've seen two different is if Miami trades up and takes Tua, or Washington just surprises everybody and takes Tua after taking Haskins in the first round last year. Uh, do you have two, Do you have Joe Burrow and Chase Young at one and two? I do. I do. I think that's pretty typical. Yeah. Um, so at three, I have Jeffrey Okuda going at three. <clears throat> I do, too. You do, um, too. Okay, so here's where the craziness happens. Uh, NFL Network did a mock draft tonight, and they had Nate Burleson picking for the Lions, and Nate Burleson said Derek Brown, Ooh. which I really like that pick going to Detroit. Wow. I just don't think they're going to do it. But if they do, that'd be a good way to build. I mean, I yeah. don't think Patricia has the patience to build from the inside out like you're kind of supposed to. I don't know. Supposed to being the you know cliche you build from the inside out when you're trying to build team um, or a line. I think the lines probably move back, and the reason I say that is I think they want Jeff Okuda because with them trading uh, Darius Slay away, they have an opening. Uh, why not trade back a few spots and still be able to get him and pick up another draft pick or two because they desperately need help. So um, I, I think Detroit's definitely a trade out. Yeah, in the trade out conversation, um, they would be smart too. The Giants would be smart too. Yeah, any one of those, really three and four are prime trading spots because you have teams like the Chargers, uh, even the, even the Panthers. Yep, um, and possibly even the Jaguars trying to jump up and get somebody. And they have teams that have a lot of picks like. You know, the Raiders, the Dolphins, that may want to package those and try to get up higher to get who they want, not just good talent. Uh, so you had Okuda at three. Yeah. Four, I had Jarek Wills, who is a, an offensive lineman from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, this, this could very well be uh, you know, worth, worth. That's who I had. So I, I kind of had those two close together, too, on my – on the board, so yeah, I could go either way, but I do think they take a tackle there. Yeah, I think they take the lineman, um, whether it is Wills or you know, or even Becton or whoever they have their eye on. Um, yeah. I think one of those guys goes. Um, like I said, lineman not my strong suit. I'd rather just put take they take a lineman and be done with it. Um, <laughs> So you had a lineman as well. So we had the right positions. I, I might actually trade change that around because I didn't see Werfs until later. I think the Giants have their eye on him. 
Uh, number five, who do you have? Because I want to see. <laughs> well, like we said earlier, it can go any way possible. But at five, this is provided there's not some big trade or something happen. I think the Dolphins take two of right here. Okay. So I actually had them taking Justin Herbert. <laughs> I've been hearing the inklings, and I've been hearing the the sprinklings. Yeah. And it could be misinformation. So I could right. be suckered into the misinformation. Yep. Could but, be a smoke screen or whatever. So I, I, I think if they take a quarterback, I think it's Tua. I think the one issue that the Dolphins have is, or whoever takes the second quarterback, is they, they did not get to see Tua's medicals up close in person. Right. When you're investing a high pick like this, a top five pick, you don't want to be back in the top five next year. No, you don't. So you got to get it right. And Justin Herbert, I think, is a safer pick than Tua. And I think that's what the Dolphins will ultimately go with. And if somebody trades up to three, I think they're trading up to take Tua, to be honest. But um, I, I would agree with that, yeah. I, I think if you're... If you're trying to jump the Dolphins <laughs> at three or four, yeah. then you're you're going up to get to, I would just about imagine. So at six, you probably have Herbert. I do. I think whoever the Dolphins don't take at five, barring a trade or something crazy, if it stays like it is, whoever they don't take, the Chargers take. So yeah, I have the Chargers. If Herbert goes five, then I think they take Tua. If Tua goes at five, then they take uh, Justin Herbert. So I think they're just waiting. I took – Tua at six um, because I think they both are so quarterback needy. I mean, the Dolphins have the the luxury of having Fitzmagic for another year. And I think that's what that. It's why I also think the Dolphins could very well take Tua because they do have that year luxury. And I think Tua should redshirt this year. I don't think he should play. I think he should yeah. continue to rehab. I mean, I've heard reports that he's bigger and stronger. Like, I just don't believe it. Um, so at seven, yeah. who do you have at seven for the Carolina Panthers? Seven, I'm going defense. I'm, they At this point, you have to take the best player, and that's Isaiah Simmons. And not only is he the best player, they have a need for him. With Kukli gone now, there's an opening there, I think, you know, that's been a position that they've not had to worry about for 19 years with uh, Luke being there. And I think they're going to look to do some of that same thing again with Simmons, plug him in and not worry about it for the next 19 years. I went defense, but I went big ugly in the middle. And, and I'm not saying anything about how he looks. Just the big trench guy, Derek Brown. Mm. Um, I think Derek Brown – if there wasn't a, such a quarterback rat race, it seems like anymore, uh, he would be a top five pick if, if there wasn't yeah. the quarterbacks to, to muck it all up. Right. Um, Cause he's that talented. He's probably one of the best. I mean, we've been scouting, you know, tape watching and stuff for the past three years. I like his tape better than pretty much anybody I've seen in the defensive line. Yeah, he's a monster. He is. <laughs> he is a monster. And it's funny because somebody even mentioned um, something about an offensive lineman the other day, and they mentioned that he's great except when he's playing Derek Brown. <laughs> so as long as he doesn't have to play Derek Brown, he's great. I think it might have been uh, 
Wills, actually, that they were talking about from Alabama. Right. Uh, so I had Derek Brown. You had Isaiah Simmons at eight. I went offensive line. I went Mackay Becton. Um, I think they need to protect Kyler Murray, give him some opportunities to find all of his weapons. He's got a ton of weapons. Now he's just got to get some time in the pocket to, to read and react. Uh, so I went with Becton here. So at eight, I took your big ugly, as you call him, and I, I put Derek Brown there. I think uh, they have the Chandler Jones and uh, uh, the pieces of edge rushers on the outside. I think they want this big, ugly monster that can just bowl over people, eat up space, you know, swallow runners in. Um, I think it's they have a need. He's the best player at the position on the board. Um Maybe, like you said, they may look offensive line or something, but I think if Derek Brown's there at uh, eight, it's, it would be hard to pass him. I don't think he's going to be there. So I, think I don't that's think he will either. Because <laughs> they don't have a needed linebacker. They have tons of linebackers. In fact, there's rumors that they might trade somebody, um, right. one of the linebackers. They're loaded at the skill positions. So really, I mean, I think Cliff Kling. Clingsbury is going to go offense, though, because that's what he cares about. It's alignment. It's just going to be a question whether it's offense or defense. That's true. So number nine, I went up the middle again. Mm. And this is because teams like to build through the middle, especially when they have a long rebuild ahead of them. And talk about Jacksonville. They have a long rebuild ahead of them. Uh, I think at some point on Thursday or before Thursday, Yannick Ngakwe is traded. That the yeah, only that the, would, uh... so I think they might have some some pieces that they can work with maybe in this first round later on, uh, but Ngakwe is gonna gonna mess this whole thing up because he's gonna be leaving there and going someplace else that had a pass rush need. And that's going to take away that pass rush need from that team. So um, I, I have agree J- with that. I have Javon Kinlaw. Mm, they nice. need they need defensive tackle help bad. I mean they need a lot of things because they've traded away most of their talented players. Yes. Um, so I went with Kinlaw because I think they don't really need a linebacker. I, I thought about Isaiah Simmons, but they just signed Schobert to a pretty big deal. They have Miles Jack still locked in for the next couple years. I don't think they're going uh, linebacker here. They already have kind of a hybrid safety in Ronnie Harrison, you know, linebacker safety type. Uh, So I I went with Kinlaw. Who would you go with at nine? See, I wanted to go with uh, the D-tackle, and that would have been a good spot for Kinlaw. And I almost put him in there. Uh, For some strange reason, I think this is where C.J. Henderson lands. Okay. Um, a Florida boy, and I think Henderson's going to go a lot higher than what people think. I know there's first round buzz on him, but I think he's going to push up into that close to that top ten. And this at nine, that's that's just inside the top ten. Um, you know, Ramsey didn't work out, AJ Bouye didn't work out. Um, while they need some help up front, they're going to need some help on the on the outside uh, guarding uh, these receivers. That's AJ Browns and. And Will Fuller's and stuff like that, and and T.Y. Hilton's, uh, and they just I just don't see them 
going anywhere else right now. They they need that help. Uh, can't blame them if they do go inside because that's where I would start, you know, inside yeah. out. But we also forgot that they might be trading Leonard Fournette because apparently Leonard Fournette is just yeah, I saw that. He's trying to Jalen Ramsey himself out of town. And of uh, course, like you said, if they trade Yannick Ngakwe, for me that would change the pick here. I think. If they, uh, yeah, but I have them addressing that a little later. I, I do too. <laughs> I don't. I don't see anybody <laughs> else too. worth drafting that high. Because they got uh, Javon Kimmel. They've got uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So they they addressed that last year, kind of preparing for the loss of Campbell, who they traded, or Ngakwe. Well, uh, they didn't really have to move on from Campbell. They decided to do that. And then well, true. But the Ngakwe, Ngakwe is pushing they, their hand here. Yeah, well, I think with Campbell, they traded him because they, as we say, it's better to get out early than too late. Mm, absolutely. I, lo- I love the Campbell trade just simply because they got out. They're not going anywhere. Right. So get out and... and and they got a little something back for him, so they can use that. Yeah, so I, yeah, I they get got that. Some draft I mean, that's, that's smart. Um, I think it's Henderson here, so I'll, I'll just stick there with Henderson for now. Okay, so number ten, I didn't have Isaiah Simmons go earlier, so I'm going to have Isaiah Simmons going to Cleveland. Uh, Mac Wilson has uh, campaigned for this to happen. He uh, has. At, <laughs> at this at this point, that's the best player available. Uh, if he doesn't go earlier. And if you look at Cleveland Browns' needs, they could go offensive line here, but I think if Isaiah Simmons is staring them in the face, they either trade back, which I could see the Browns doing, uh, trading back to, say, I don't know. The, no, not the Jets. Like I said, I think, <laughs> you know, looking at maybe Denver, but I think they're going to go offense, too. The, the Falcons could jump up in there. Possible. Um, see, I think a lot of this. There's, I think we're going to see a lot of trades. I really do. I, I think there's going to be some. I think most of them are going to happen prior to the draft, though, like just before. Mm. Because I think the teams in this technology might be difficult. So I don't know. You're going to have all kinds of people on the phone. You're going to have to mute yourself. You're going to have to click the mute button and unmute yourself. I think yourself. it's going to go back to the old days of drafting, though. Is is kind of what we're looking at. They could be. Uh, who do you have at 10? Well, since I already had Simmons gone by this point, I give the Browns an offensive tackle, Jedrick Willis. Yeah, I think that's probably the play if Simmons does drop this far. Like I said, if he does, then they might trade back and take their lineman a couple of spots. You may have this three-way. What's going to be interesting here is – on the, the caught up in the draft, it was talking about the big three in 1985, I think it was, with, um, uh, who was it? Andre, not Andre Brown. Um, it was Al Toon, Jerry Rice, and I can't remember the third guy. And the Niners and the Bengals were kind of trying to move around to try to get one of those three guys and the Niners ended up with Rice obviously and the rest was history Uh, but I could see the Jets the Raiders and the 49ers coming up here trying to (laughs) jockey for position to get the guy they want okay I want to see if your three in these next the order of your three of these next three is the same as mine because I think we're 
Pretty we have close, all we have all wideouts going the next three. <laughs> we do. Okay, <laughs> so I have Judy going to the Jets because that's alliteration. Uh, I got Ceedee Lamb going to the Raiders because it, he goes vertical, and I got Rugs going to the Niners. So we got one out of three. Okay, who do you, who did you have? I had Ceedee Lamb going to the Jets, Judy to the Raiders, and Rugs to the Niners. Okay. And I think Lamb, it depends on who you like. It's like the, the fantasy community is split on Lamb and Judy as well. And I think it depends on... Who do you like? If I had to take somebody in my fantasy draft, I'm probably going Jerry Judy, not knowing landing spot. Mm. That's, that's, that's a tough one. I, yeah, I'd probably go Judy too. So... And let me bring these guys up here. So Jerry Judy is 6'1". CeeDee Lamb is 6'2". So actually, CeeDee Lamb's taller than I thought he was. Um, it's Ruggs that's a shorter guy out of this. Mm. Ruggs yeah. is the blazer. They're all fast. <laughs> they are. They really um, are. I mean, CeeDee Lamb on the field speed is like lightning in a bottle. Um I just think the Jets would take Judy. Um, and you may be right. I mean, for me, it was really a coin toss between those two. Yeah, it really is. And I think fantasy-wise, fantasy wise, if that plays out, you got to like Jerry Judy because he's going to be Robbie Anderson's replacement. And, you know, Robbie Anderson yes. wasn't too bad last year. No. Um, so we got through 11 through 13 there, moving on 14. Here's where I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking C.J. Henderson. They need some help mm-hmm. on that, that corner, those corners here. Their corners are great for IDP, but not so good in real life. Right. Um, I went back to offensive line, Makai Beckton. Yeah, um, I can see that getting some, some protection. you got to protect your new investment. <laughs> got to protect Brady because – yeah. I mean, I could see him going corner if that's if Henderson's there. That may be an option they look at. Um, I really think you've got to protect Brady. I mean, uh, we've all seen when he doesn't have time to throw at this stage of his career. He just he's off. He can't get it done as good as he used to. Um, but when you can protect him and give him time with that receiving core. Uh, you know, I, I think the weapons are there. You just you got to make sure he's upright and got time. And if that's the case, then I, I think they they address this uh, front line now. I would kind of like to see them have a running back. They're not probably too early back here for a running back. If they no. trade back no. later in the first round, like thirty, maybe they take a running back. But I, I don't maybe, think anybody yeah. takes a running back this high. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I, I think that would be a, a weapon of a position of need that they could use for Brady, but with Ronald Jones and Barber and him, I think they'll just sit pat for now and see what's later in the, in the later in the draft. Yeah. Uh, so CJ Henderson, I had going, you have an offensive lineman. Uh, I could definitely see a lineman going here. Um, I could definitely see a trade back happening here, or this yeah. is maybe a position somebody tries to get into. Uh, number 15, Denver Broncos. I had them taking Justin Jefferson. Uh, I think they, wow. they, they may make a play to get where Cleveland is. 
they're a team I could see getting in that Cleveland spot to get ahead of the Jets, Raiders, and Niners to get that wide receiver that they want. Um, that's, And here is where John Elway's <laughs> influence comes into play because their coach is a defensive coach. You think they'd go defense. You think they'd go corner here, seeing as they just lost Chris Harris, but I can see what Elway wants, Elway gets. And a weapon for Drew Locke. You know, Deshaun Hamilton's been a little bit disappointing. Cortland Sutton looks really good. So pair him up with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I was kind of wanting to give them an offensive weapon, but this was one of my harder picks. Um, They're getting Bradley I, Chubb back. They are getting Bradley Chubb back, which should help Vaughn Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, which should help in turn. Well, they've already upgraded their uh, their corners. Yeah. Um, I gave them Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma. Um, I know they've got AJ Johnson, who was a good surprise for them last year. Josie Jewell has just not lived up to what, especially what I thought, and I think what the Broncos thought, among others. Um, he's just not been there. And then they had Todd Davis, who's who's aging. Um, so they need to look at getting younger. And I think Murray with his sideline to sideline range, I think he would be a good fit there uh, and give them uh, a little bit more security at that position. I think they can still get a receiver later because this class is so deep. Now, mm-hmm. again, if I'm like you, if they want one of the top guys, they're going to have to push up. Uh, I don't know what you would package together to get there. You said the Browns at ten, so that's what that's one spot in front of the Jets. So Yeah, well, I mean that's the that's the spot. I mean, unless Jacksonville yeah, trades back. I don't think they want to really trade back. They want to acquire picks, not really acquire high picks, not right. necessarily deal them. I mean But yeah, I, I mean I And it see depends Denver. on what they get for speaking of Jacksonville, it depends on what they get for Fournette if they trade him. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, who do they trade him? I mean, we're looking. Nobody's buying a, a running back for a first-round pick, though. Not when you can take one in the second that's going to probably be better than Fortnite. Maybe. Maybe. I could probably, I mean, looking at the list of what I have left over, I have about six guys that are probably better than Fournette. Because I didn't have many. I had like maybe one or two. I had one go, one running back go, because I don't think teams have smartened up to that running back thing. You don't spend first-round capital on a running back. Well, you don't spend early first-round capital. Yes. I think if you're getting back here, I think once you get to – I think nowadays once you get to 25 or later, then you can start entertaining that idea of the back – what, back quarter – I think you can kind of justify it if you need a, if you need that position. Um, yeah. But anything sooner than that, I don't think you take a running back. Yeah, I mean, there's some special running backs. Um, it, it seems like all these guys have some sort of thing holding them back from being a, an elite, like you know, Saquon Barkley type pick. So, um, moving on, Atlanta's up next at 16. I have them taking. Uh, Clevon Chason from LSU, giving them that edge player that they need. Um, I think that's pretty simple that they need edge rushers. They could use a linebacker. They could use 
another safety probably when Keanu Neal always gets hurt. Um, they could they, they kind of built their offensive line pretty well last year, I think. They'll be getting their center, I believe, back, their center that they drafted back from injury, or was that a tackle? I can't remember, but... Uh, tackle, I think. Yeah, they'll be getting him back from injury. I think he was injured at the beginning of the season, so... Um, I think they kind of go in the defensive direction with Jason. What do you got? I'm with you. Um, and I'm, I'm going along that front four and this was a tough one for me because, uh, I'd penciled in a couple different players here. Um, I think they're going with Javon Kinlaw. I mean, at this point, okay. I still have him available on my board. I yeah, think I don't, you got so. to, you got to take him if he's there. Um, I do like your pick of uh, Chase Owen. I think he was a good one. I also considered A.J. Espineza there. Um, Yeter Gross Motos is there too. If that's the group that's there, I think Ken Law's a no-brainer. I think they – because they need that that presence on the inside. That's I know they need the Ed Rush and help, but, but they need something on the inside too. So, yeah. Uh, up next, I got the Cowboys, and the Cowboys finally get their safety. There we go. We're on Xavier the same page. McKinney. There we go. Cowboys. Uh, I think this is, you know, we think it's a no-brainer, but it's got to be right. I don't know. They might try to trade back because nobody's thinking safety. I don't think for a while. Mm, possibly. Yeah. You, you look at the teams. I mean, the Patriots always were thinking best player available but i do have another safety in the first round a little bit okay. later a little bit yeah. later though i mean just looking at looking at value of players safety is not one of those you know you look at the right. franchise tags the franchise tags for safeties are nothing right so right. it's almost like eh, we don't really need to spend high capital and we don't have to spend a high draft pick and we don't have to spend a lot of money on a safety um, up next, I got the Dolphins picking again, and I have them taking Gross Matos, so my Seahawks don't end up with them. <laughs> so, they need a pass rusher. Uh, they need some depth along the line. They, they, it's. I think if McKinney's gone, the, the safety uh, need kind of dies a little away. They could take a safety at twenty six if they need one. Yeah, I think. Um, I think you're right. I think if. For some strange reason, McKinney's still there. I think at 18, they, they snatch him up because clearly they're done with Rashad Jones, have been for a while. Yeah. I still don't know what the issue is. He's, I don't know still in those, he's still in the roster, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it was health, and then it wasn't health, and who knows what the deal actually was. So, yeah, I think if he's there, they take him. If not, they could use some help on defense as far as young talent, but I think with some of the free agent signings and trades that they've made for players, especially in free agency, they picked up a lot of players. Vinoy, uh, I they forget who all. They spent a lot of money. They got Vinoy, they got Roberts, they got Byron Jones, they got yeah. some help along the. So with that, front I line. think my thinking is if you're going to go up and get Tua at five. Why not get him or an Herbert. offensive lineman? Or Herbert, whoever. Yeah, either one. You know, with a young quarterback, I think you're going to – which, listening to you talk earlier about Tua and Fitzpatrick makes makes a lot of sense. So, if you're going to get Tua, 
bench him for the whole year. Let him get fully healthy. You've got Fitzpatrick. Bring in a young tackle. Let him get a year's worth of health, a uh, year's worth of work under him. Then when Tua comes back next year, you've got the two to pair together. So I give them Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle. <laughs> it's funny. I gave them I gave them Andrew Thomas, but at twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we're thinking close. Yeah. Uh, 19, I had Trevon Diggs corner going to the Raiders. Mike Mayock likes a DB. Well, we're, we're, we're close. We're close. I had a corner. I give him AJ Terrell from Clemson. Okay. I, I can see that. Are... I just noticed AJ Terrell wasn't on my list of the top 32 going. So, uh, Ooh. he could definitely go there. Um, Actually, A.J. Terrell is from Clemson, and if you know anything about Mike Mayock last year, he drafted a ton of Clemson players. Drafted yep, a few Alabama guys, too, so Alabama and Clemson, that's all you need. Isn't their current corner from Clemson, Trayvon Mullen? Trayvon Mullen, exactly. So and uh, Clayton his... Farrell came from Clemson, and yep. Hunter Renfro came from Clemson. Yeah. So why like not said, go ahead and get his book in, mate, and you've yeah. got your corners covered for a while. I joked around last year that uh, Mike Mayock only watched the championship game from the year before. <laughs> That's where he did his scouting. Right. Uh, so at 20, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, taking A.J. Espinosa. See, I have a hard – I think Espinosa is going to follow just a little bit. I think he will not, too, but uh, looking at edge rushers – I think people are going to make a big deal out of his combine times and stuff. And that's not his game. That's not what you're drafting him to do. You're not drafting him to run full speed. He's not going to, mm-hmm. he's not going to do that. He's going to set the edge and beat you down with that power and strength. That's I think he's he, about. he's the replacement for, uh, class Campbell. Potentially. And again, well, I'm and with you. Listen, cause you got Josh Allen, who's the speedy, Ngakwe type, and then you got Espinoza, the powerful, bigger defensive end. So I think I that's, actually, that's staying in the same system, just replacing right. the pieces. And I actually had Espinoza wrote down here and marked him out, just like I did earlier with the Falcons. I, for me, it was just hard to kind of – I think he falls, and with that, I think I stayed with uh, defensive end, but I went uh, Kevalon Chason. Okay. I think that's a good bookend match to Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen kind of turns more into the Calais Campbell down the road. I think he's got a bigger – he's going to be the bigger power guy, even though he's really fast. I think Chason is going to be that longer, leaner Ngakwe type, could mm-hmm. be potentially. Um, how much do you like Chason? I, I, I mean, I, I haven't really don't. watched him a whole lot, but – He's got the tools. He's got the the size, the speed, all this. But when you go back and look at how good LSU was this year. They had a lot of talent, no doubt. They were champions. They did. But his production was horrible. I mean, as far as pass rushing. To me, I saw a lot of times him getting there, but just a little bit too late. I mean, the production didn't match – the hype, so to speak, for me. Yeah. But if it was me, I would pass on Chase on and let him keep sliding. I mean, that's yeah. just Yeah. The, the thing about the NFL, and the thing about what we learned from IDP, defensive end is a wasteland. 
And if you got somebody right. you think you can work with, then you grab them and you work with them. Right. Um, you know, you got teams jumping up to try to get edge rushers because those things are important to a team. And, uh, if if they don't take Chase on, I agree with you. Epineza would be a good fit here. Yeah. So at twenty one, I have Lavisca Chenault going to the Eagles. I think the Eagles Man, have to go wide receiver here. I mean, if they don't take a linebacker, that's just not their style to go linebacker. We're so close. We're, I mean, we're thinking the right positions, but we're just a tick off on the player. Yeah. Um, I've got them taking a wide receiver too, but I'm going with a guy that's gained a lot of buzz lately, Denzel Mims from Baylor. I think mm. uh, they look at that speedster, Wentz's big arm. It's not the Raiders. It down the well, right. right. Raiders normally take the, the track champion. Right. Um, and, you know, they they still have Deshaun Jackson, but he's older, can't stay yeah. healthy. So, I mean, you may get another good year or two out of him. Why not bring somebody in like that for him to learn from? Uh, I just – I think it makes a big fit uh, – makes sense with Wentz's big arm with what they're trying to do. They need somebody to stretch that field, I think. Yeah, and – I think the Eagles, if they want one of those late guys, they're going to, have to trade up because I think Justin Jefferson. I've seen mocked to the Eagles, but I think they'd have to move up to get him. I've seen you know the Eagles wanting a receiver in pretty much every mock that's out there, because um, really that's their glaring hole. They have tons of defensive line. They could maybe use offensive line help um, to protect Wentz a little bit more. They have. You know, they, we hope they have Sanders and they, they don't address that position too much and just let Sanders and Scott kind of run things in the backfield. And they don't need a tight end. They have Ertz and they Goddard. They have Ertz so. and Goddard. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, they aren't talking about, but people are connecting the dots saying Trey Burton could come back in the fold. Yeah, he's, he was released. he's done. I think he's done. Oh, I mean, as a third tight end just being on the field. Maybe, but I'm yeah. not even touching him. I think he's done. No, he could be. Uh, so, LaVisca Chenault, I have uh, at 22, I have the Vikings. And the Vikings just lost and traded away Stephon Diggs. I think they replaced Stephon Diggs with Jalen Rieger from TCU. Oh, see, we're close again. Close again. So close. Um, that was my thought. They lost Diggs, um, needed somebody to replace him. I went Justin Jefferson here. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I, you had Jefferson dropping. A little further yeah. than I did. Yeah. Uh, so we already talked about him. Again, LSU is going to have a lot of picks because they were the champs. Yeah. Right. Um, so at 23, the Patriots, the Patriot way, they're not going to They're not going to be scared. They're going to take a Patriot-type player. I think Zach Bond is that Patriot-type player. Okay. You've got him going a little earlier than I do. I have Zach um, Bond as a Patriot-type player. I get that. Makes sense. So that's why that's kind of why I kind of put A and B together because I think he's a player uh, kind of like Kyle Van Noy, I think, where he's kind of going to be a tweener or edge guy, play a little outside linebacker, you know. I think they kind of have that with Chase Winovich. And uh, so I'm, I'm with you here, kind of. I went defensive end. I give him A.J. Epineza. I think this is where he slides into. Okay. Uh, they, there's ties between Belichick and Iowa uh, with France there. 
uh, kind of like with him and Saban at Alabama, he he checks in with these guys. He he likes what they do, and they no doubt about it. They put pro players in the NFL. I mean, that's what they do. And um, I think Epineza, his slide ends right here. Uh, if he slides this far, I, I kind of think he will because of the the speed stuff. But you know, they got the, who did they get rid of? They got rid of Trey Flowers uh, a year or so ago. Um, they just always gone. Lanny Robinson always gone. gone. Yeah, they just haven't really had that big edge setter. I think they like Chase Winovich. I think he's going to be like the. Rob Ninkovich role type player, but Espinosa gives them that big anchor on one end, and I, th- I think that's he's a good fit for them. They did lose Danny Shelton as well. Yes. Uh, so number twenty-four. So who you had Espinosa? That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, twenty-four. I have the the Bayou Bengal staying close to home. Patrick Queen going to the Saints. Here. Same here. I, that may just be people fantasizing, but it's a fit. I mean, they've got to see this guy play. They need a linebacker. They've needed linebacker help for years. Um, they get a guy that can step in right away uh, alongside Demario Davis, and that's really – if you look at the Saints team from top to bottom, that's their weak link, it's, in my opinion, is linebacker. Yeah, they don't need a whole lot. I they mean – if anything, they don't – you know, you've got Michael they can Thomas. Even, you've got, they can even say that Queen doesn't need to start right away. I think they really true. have the depth. They're not very good uh, at linebacker, but Demario I Davis think, and somebody else can hold it down. Right. I think you're – I'm kind of with you. I think they're kind of looking at their team and saying, what's our weak spot, yeah. which is probably linebacker. And then they're saying, okay, who's the best available and I think Queen is the best available at this point. So, I mean, I'm with you. I, I agree with you on all that. Um, plus, <laughs> and as you said, huge draw for them. Local yeah, boy local stays boy. home, you know. I mean, so, sometimes it's just as simple as that. I mean, I know that's not how you play football, but you got to think sometimes this, this stuff seeps in there. Yeah. Will it into existence. There you go. <laughs> So at 25, I got the Vikings taking Christian Wirfs or another offensive lineman. Like I said, offensive line is not my thing. Um, but I could see them taking Wirfs or whoever to help that offensive line. I think they have a decent offensive line, but everywhere I kind of look, it says the Vikings need offensive line help. So um, you can never have too many offensive linemen. Yeah, I went with the, my second safety here. Antoine Winfield. I think they, uh, they get the old man's young son in there and see what he can do. Um, Harrison Smith is um, not getting any younger. Still a really good safety. I say, he's not as old as you think. I think we no, did this last not. year. We tried to put him in the, like, Devin McCourty age bracket, and he's not. He's not, no. He's like 28, I think, is his age. I think so, and he's actually a local boy from around here. Played about an hour and a half down the road from me So in high school. So, um and I think you want to capitalize on that. I, I can't remember who their other safety is right off the top of my head. Um, Harris, who they've been having um, issues with. Is, well, not issues. Talk. So, I mean, they franchise tagged him, and they're trying to make work out a deal. Right. So I think at some point you got to have a backup here. And, and Winfield can play some corner for you. Um, he's got that kind of experience. I just think it's a, kind of a good fit for them. Gives them a little flexibility in case they can't get something done with Harris. Um, 
you know, they, you can never have too many corners and safeties in this league now with all the big passing teams. I think corners actually, you know, thinking back to teams, they really need a corner. They lost Trey Waynes and, and they didn't lose Xavier Rhodes, I don't think. But uh, but they just – Xavier Rhodes was not very good last year. Yeah, they, they had some issues on the outside. So 26, I already said I took Andrew Thomas for the Dolphins. They get their offensive linemen. Who do you have? <laughs> You're going to hate me right here. So you got your quarterback. You got your offensive lineman. Now you come back and you get your running back. I give them Jonathan Taylor. Okay. I, I don't I hate mean, it. It just kind of just makes sense. I mean, you got Kenny Balage and Laird, whoever that is. Patrick Laird, yeah. Patrick Laird, yes. You're not really satisfied with either one of them. If you was, the other one wouldn't have been started. Balazs just he's a, he's not done anything. Laird filled in nicely, but wasn't what you need in today's game. And I think they're with all the defensive signings they got in free agency and stuff like that, trades, I think they take this draft and they're completely overhauling the offense. So you've got your main you got three of your main offensive pieces right there because you got Devontae Parker still, so and you got Mike Mike Gusecki, the tight end. He's he's pretty good. So you, you got your quarterback, you got your offensive tackle, and now you get your running back. And then I think from here on back, they're really going to start to round this team out. Yeah, I think they have the draft capital to move up. So this could be one of the picks that gets moved to move up um, if they right. do go for Tua at three or whatever. Um, <sighs> So I, I think running back is a day to move see for me. Forward. I wouldn't do that though. If it meant me giving up these these other picks to go up two spots to get to it, no, I'll stay right here and I'll take uh, Justin Herbert if that's the case. Somebody else can have to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that and I hear that, but if you never know what these guys do, if anything, I, I've I watched. You know the, the draft coverage today, and, and teams just <laughs> teams just get that itch. They do, man. They, they do. have their players, and I think uh, I think it was Sam Weish said it best. He's like, you know, when we make our big board, we have like three or four guys that we have like these are the guys that we really want. And if you know, they said Boomer Esiason was on that list, but they skipped him. They they like passed on him like four times before they actually took him or yep. uh, it might have even been more than that but you have these guys that you want on your your team and you, you do whatever it takes to get them in some cases and you got to figure these gms it's not like days of yore where you get a little bit of a leash you got like two years you can't fix yeah. a team in two years you're gone um so anyways let's Take a look at the next team. <coughs> Excuse me. The Seattle Seahawks. And here is where I just... There's so many players that I'd like, yeah, I'd like them to get this guy. Uh, they're probably going to do something stupid like take Gurus Matos. You know, I already got him going. Um, I have them going offensive line, Joshua Jones. Um, it's not a f- sexy pick, but... They need offensive line. They need to address the position. He's a 6'5", athletic uh, tackle, I believe. They, they need somebody that can, can get out. 
they they got rid of George Fant. Yeah, and I'm with you. I have Josh Jones here as well. Um, they do need pass rush help, so I still have Gross Matos on the board. Um, I could see him going there, uh, but the Seahawks have been a team that's been known to trade out that first round a lot. Well, you know who this pick would, could turn into? Yannick Ngakwe. <laughs> very well could. Very well could, yeah. It, it very well could. Or they trade back into the sec- early second round, because I could and, see that. And for you, or for you and your Seahawks, I would probably do that. I mean, if that's it, a big if it, for you. If it only costs the first and like a third, I would take it for Ngakwe. But. I think you could get him for that. Maybe not right now. But on draft day, I think that's a. That's I mean, a, draft day, after a certain window, right. the teams with the with the asset will oftentimes start panicking and saying, "I got to get rid of this." Yep. So. And he's made it clear that he does not want to be in Jacksonville. Yeah, he's made it clear he'll sit. Yeah, you know he's he's he does not want to be there, and whatever reason they're trying to hang, maybe they're just trying to milk this as long as they can and see what the best offer is they can get, but. Uh, I think he, I'm like you. I think he's moved at some point here yeah. between now and the draft. Uh, and Seattle would be a pretty huge get for them. I, I like that for you. That would be a really good fit for you. Yeah. 28. I have the Ravens. They need a linebacker badly. Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma going to the Ravens. See, I give him Zach Bond. Give him Zach Bond. See, I don't yeah. think he, unless they trade Judon. They need inside help, I think, more than outside help. Maybe. Who's the other outside guy? Judon and Bowser are probably going to be the projected guys. I mean, they could use uh, a, they could use yeah. an edge guy, but they need an interior guy. They don't have anybody. They have Jake Ryan, as I said earlier. They have Jake from State Farm. Come on. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> uh, do you have Bowen going? I have Murray. Uh, 29, your Titans. Since they apparently yeah. aren't going to sign Logan Ryan back, I haven't taken Jalen Johnson. Corner is an obvious need. Mm-hmm. Um, with such a deep class, I think the kind of weight I've seen Christian Fulton of LSU being mentioned here. I've seen some guys in the second round kind of being mentioned here. Um, I wouldn't go against them taking offensive tackle, and that's who I've got, Austin Jackson. I know they signed Dennis Kelly to be the replacement for uh, Jack Conklin, but I don't think he's a good starter. I think he's a a great swingman, which he was last year. That's his role where he can uh, succeed in. Um, but even still, I think you've kind of got to look to the future a little bit, and you got to get a, little, a young guy in there and see what he can do. So I think they'd go Austin Jackson. They could go corner. But I think with this draft being so deep at corner, uh, I think they kind of addressed that a little later. And I'm not totally sold that they're not going to sign uh, Ryan again. Uh, I think it's, they're going to wait till after the draft, yeah. wait till that uh, price drops a little bit, and uh, bring him back. So I, I think he ultimately comes back to Tennessee. Gotcha. Pick 30, I got Green Bay going T. Higgins. Hmm. 
like wide receiver here. I think that they are obsessed with trying to just throw draft picks at wide receivers and see if it fit, fixes Aaron Rodgers' deficiencies. His declining. I've seen people say Jordan Love could go here too, which wouldn't be a sh- surprise really, to be honest, because Aaron Rodgers is not young. <laughs> no, he's not. So, um, I was kind of torn here. Still, kind of am. Um, I think wide receivers. I'm with you. I think that's kind of where they they're looking at. I could see them going defense a little bit up front on that defensive line, but I, I give them Lavisca Chenault here. Chenault, I think he's yeah. The, yeah, I think he's the best receiver still left on my board at this point. Yeah, I had um, him going to the Eagles, so he was not around. So I think uh, it makes sense for him to go here. And they lost a receiver, too. Who was it? Uh, uh, it was um, Allison. Was that him? Geronimo, it was? yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got Alan Lazard. You know, you've got the Lazard King. Adam. Yeah. King Money. And he did okay for him. I mean, he, but I don't think he's a number one end receiver. Yeah. So I think they get Chenault, who can kind of stretch the field, do a little bit of a. Uh, some extra stuff, running, sweeps, swings, stuff like that. I, I think he makes sense here. All right. Uh, on at thirty-one, I have the Niners taking uh, Caesar Ruiz, the uh, offensive lineman. I think they um, help their offense out. I mean, they they have a good offense. I just think teams could always use offensive line help, and I think they go with him. Um, they they could go. What did I? I had them take a wide receiver, so they could be. They could take another defensive tackle. Um, this is where you could see um, like Matabuke going, you know, crazy a little early. Uh, Ross Blaylock, you could see. Uh, you probably could see who's the guy from uh, Oklahoma that's crawling up the Gallimore. It's Gallimore. See, I've got them taking Marlon Davidson here. Okay. Defensive tackle from Auburn. So yeah. I, I thought about Black uh Blacklock. He was one. I also thought about him at Green Bay, too. Mm-hmm. Um I think he may Black, Blacklock will probably go with in, in this area maybe a few picks later, but uh uh I think Davidson will go to 49ers, especially with them getting rid of Buckner, which is I still can't wrap my head. Yeah, around. I know. That's just insanity. Um, I know you're loving it for your Seahawks, but uh, yeah, it's one less. That that was probably the head scratching trade of this off season for me. I just don't understand why you get rid of a talent like that. I don't care if he is going to command a big payday. He's those type of players are worth it, and they don't come around very often. So, yep. And at thirty one. I have the Chiefs. Chiefs might trade back. They don't have that many picks, uh, but they are going to take DeAndre Swift. Here's my one running back. Ooh, look at you. So, wow. I, t- I gave him center uh, Cesar Ruiz here, so I was just one pick off with him. You give him to the Niners. I'm only giving him to the Chiefs. Got yeah. to keep that golden boy uh, upright and, and – Clean, can't let him get dirty. So, gotta keep the golden goose alive. Yeah, yeah. So that rounds out our top thirty-two. 
Uh, that's what we'll be previewing. So we'll have this on hand to see how bad we were at doing this. I might adjust <laughs> mine before Thursday. So I, I regard re, I uh, reserve the right to make some changes here. I might do some offensive we should, line uh, research or something. We um, should get on Wednesday and do uh, do the NFL.com select them. That's what I did. I've not yet. So that's that's what I did, yeah. So maybe by Wednesday you can go on there and do that. We'll tweet them out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you can play along at home, so to speak. Um, so that's what we'll probably do. I saved mine. I'll, I'll retool it a little bit maybe. A couple, couple good points were brought up that I may need to think about, rethink about. <laughs> um, most of my picks that I feel pretty good about, at least position-wise, where people are going to go because um, glaring needs don't really change a whole lot right. between now and then uh, but again this is the week of misinformation so you will hear a lot of stuff most of it's wrong or not accurate you'll hear teams like a certain guy um, one funny thing was about the uh, Jacksonville and Carolina expansion year in the draft um, they were I think it was Tom Coughlin was trying to get somebody to jump up to the two spot. And he was, he was basically telling them that he had two teams interested in this player. And he was trying to like, you know, get, I think it was Jeff Fisher. He's trying to get Jeff Fisher to go up to no, two. Good grief. The and they said, they hung up the phone The the, your owner wanted so bad to move up, but, uh, the, the GM hung up the phone and then the Jacksonville, Jackson, it was for McNair. They mm. wanted, uh, they wanted Tennessee to give him like a third round pick and move back to two spots or something like that. And Houston or Tennessee, I don't know who they were at the time, uh, said no. And then they took uh, Tony Baselli. Oh, yeah. Offensive tackle. And then you got McNair a couple picks later. Yes. So great. it turned out okay. They were just bluffing that there's another team interested. So there's some examples of misinformation. Oh, yeah. So that rounds out this on Thursday. Here's what you can look forward to hearing from the two of us. So that might be something that makes you not want to tune in, but. We have some good guests coming up on the show. Uh, some of them 100% confirmed. Some of them said they would be interested. So we'll just run down the list and um, you can decide for yourself. Uh, Wally Sperlin is popping on. Talk some IDP. Uh, probably around the Detroit pick, possibly. Uh, our buddy Eric said he'd pop on. The Panthers pick at seven. So maybe we can get him on before or after or during that pick. Uh, Coach Dingus, the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders have a couple picks, so yeah, we he, might get him on a couple times, or have him just stay on for yeah. that stretch because they pick uh, twelve and nineteen, so he could stick around a few picks. Yep, and then we have some uh, of the talent at the IDP guys with Todd F. Joey the Tooth wants to come on, talk about his Niners. Awesome. Uh, Nick. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'll just call him Nick P. Uh, <laughs> Biddy, who I believe is on the Dynasty Football Digest show, uh, is 
scheduled to come on, and Cody Parker as well to pop on after. I think he wants to pop on afterwards to kind of just sum up some of the offensive picks. And what, oh no, that's fine. And what uh, since you know we're. I don't know. I, I consider myself pretty knowledgeable. I did not. I do not watch a lot of tape on offense, but uh, I consider myself pretty knowledgeable when it comes to this stuff. But again, hearing an offensive perspective, another perspective is always good. Uh, and then Bob's three-toed warrior, the three-toed warrior yes, himself, uh, wants to jump on. And we mentioned the dynasty madman, Jeremy Brown from the HQ. Uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, I've thrown this idea out to a few people, whether or not they want to pop on or not. Uh, it's up to them. Um, I'm not begging people. Yeah. I'm not going to go hitting up people's DMs. If you want to come on, let me know. Um, if you don't normally listen to the show, then you're probably not hearing this, so it doesn't matter. But Shame on uh, you if you're well, not listening to the that's show. true. Just However, again, that people won't that need to hear that won't hear this right now. Uh, but hopefully we get some other guests to pop on. It's going to be about a four hour show or so. I awesome. mean, you figure the first round starts eight o'clock and then 15 minutes of pick. It normally wraps up around midnight. So, yeah, fortunately, I don't have to get up early the next day too much because I don't have to. Me neither. I mean, I'm, I don't have to commute to work, so I have to go to work, but. With the reduced hours, I don't go into eight o'clock, so plenty of time to sleep. There you go. As you would say, sleep when you're dead. There you go. So I gotta get used to this camera thing of staying like in the middle of the screen, so people don't get annoyed by me like having half my head cut off and stuff. But um, <laughs> I may also have to switch my headphones so you can see my blue mohawk. Blue mohawk or green mohawk? What do you think? I don't, oh, I've got to look for my face paint. By the way, I think blue. Mohawk. Yeah, I think blue would probably, unless you got that lime green color. It's pretty, right. it's pretty greenish. I actually have a picture of myself with a green mohawk because we did a, uh, we dressed up as crayons the other day. <laughs> okay. For, for Halloween or our, our, our <laughs> Halloween parade that really wasn't a Halloween parade. The teachers dressed up as crayons. So we had all different shades of colors and I had a green mohawk because I was the green crown. So, all right. I'll. Take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, trying to do, do do something nice. Anyways, that'll about wrap up today's show. Um, Nate assures me that I'll have cool little buttons to play with eventually. Well, I'll just be able to like click our outro music and it'll be there. Um, awesome. So in the meantime, uh, oh man, do I have the outro music sitting here? Uh -oh. I don't uh -oh. think I do. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I don't know. We don't have the outro music. Uh, we could we'll just... do the old Wayne's World. Anyway, that's enough. You don't want to hear us sing. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, so, anyways, we'll be here Thursday live. Uh, we'll probably release it in podcast form, too. It'll be a long show in podcast form, but those of you maybe that can't watch the draft in person or maybe some of our overseas listeners that might not get the draft, um, you can kind of experience the draft with us. Um, or maybe you just want to watch the draft and then 
go back later and listen to see what our thoughts are. I mean, we're going to be attacking it from a fantasy perspective. So, yeah, that's what we care about. Offensive linemen aren't going to help much other than mauling. Yeah, maulers that run people over. So, right. But that'll about do it for us. We'll get the outro music, I guess, dubbed in maybe a little later. Maybe <laughs> not. We'll see. But good night now. Go Hawks. Tighten up. We'll see you later.